Hey folks, one of the Redneck Country Podcast. You're on with Real Redneck Tom Allard. And of course, we've got the almost guy, Real Redneck Bill Tom Bill. Are you there? I am here, and uh, it's a beautiful night for a podcast. It's a beautiful night. It's a cold night for a podcast. Well, I tell you right now that I have got more layers on than I've ever had podcasting out in the sunroom. Because it was minus 31 when I woke up this morning, and it's only minus, minus 31. Yeah, it was minus 31 when I woke up this morning, and it was only minus 11, but minus 19 with the wind chill when I stepped into my sunroom today. So, <laughs> the sunroom, air quotes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just let me let me put a little caveat here. If you hear me scream like, well, you um, halfway through this. this I'm glad podcast. you didn't say a sexist comment, Bill. <laughs> yeah, because everybody no. screams. <laughs> yeah, but no, nobody screams quite like Todd Millard when he's scared. How um, not? How you've never? Uh, I've, I don't not sure if I've ever been scared. Oh yeah, have you really? ever? You ever seen him in a layout blind with a spider? Holy! I was just going to say we had uh, the trap shooting this issue. It was a spider that came by. That guy ran. Oh yeah, five trap shoots away just to so okay. get away from that spider. First of all, not scared, but, but, but second of all, spiders are not natural. They're not of this earth. They have like eight legs, eight eyes. That's not normal. Nothing else on this planet has that combination put together. That's just, it's, it's weird and bizarre. So when you think about it like that and, and how many are there, they're everywhere. So when you think about it like that. That, doesn't that worry you a little? Not scare you, but worry you? Yeah. So I don't want that kind of negativity around me. I was running to just get away because I got to be a positive light all the time. But yeah. I still yeah. wasn't. I don't remember that. Was I, I wasn't that I wasn't scared. Oh, yeah. You, you were. You screamed in terror. But anyways, with the uh, with that, that fact, I'm sitting out here in the sunroom, and my wife and daughter are convinced they saw a bird in the sunroom today. Now, I tell you, if I see a bird halfway through this podcast, it's coming at me <laughs> like a rock. they mean right now? It, it's drinking tea? <laughs> yeah, it's not one of those little birds that they go into your water glass, but no. Anyways, so I'm just that's the, the pre podcast caveat here. If you hear something screaming terror, it may not be Todd Millard. So. Oh, oh, you'd be afraid of a bird. Yeah, <laughs> quite possibly startled. Let's call it startled, not afraid. <laughs> startled. I like it. Well, see, and I don't even get startled. I just need to get away. It's negative. Yeah. Spiders are negative. Who else we got there tonight? There, oh, yes. Right. Sitting beside me, as always, is my father, the patriarch of Redneck Country, real redneck Don Millard. Dad, is your mic hot? Yes, and I was even warm walking over because I dressed warm. Pleasant. <laughs> You would have to on a night like tonight, I tell you. I can hear that wind whipping around outside there like it's going to open this door. Any second, I'll let that bird out. I went, I went digging through my long john drawer and I found my, my old dickies and I've been wearing my dickies all week and they work good around my neck. Now, for anybody that's not 70, we better clarify <laughs> what, or, or what dickies Howard are. <laughs> good answer. Good answer. Dickies are the turtleneck part of a turtleneck shirt. But only, only the turtleneck part <laughs> of a turtleneck shirt. They are awesome. They give me Who class. Else wears one. Is it Christmas vacation, Uncle Eddie? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It is definitely <laughs> no, cousin Eddie. Cousin, Eddie. cousin oh. Eddie, whatever it is. Yeah, but he cousin wears Eddie. a turtleneck. No, he just has a dicky on, doesn't he? <laughs> I don't know. That's, uh, yes, he does. That's funny. 
But is that, that just, it gives me class. Is they that give me class, and they, they look good with my uh, with my sweats. And, they, uh, meaning you have multiples with different oh, colors I, for different situations? Yes, I have black, burgundy, and white. And, I and you used color. to have yellow, gray, and white. <laughs> And I, but now I have them because I wear mine. <laughs> <laughs> Wool dickies. I, there's nothing warmer on your neck. You lose a lot of heat in the neck. I, 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 well, I wear I wear a buff. I don't wear a dicky. I wear a buff. Buffs too thin. These are thick. These are wool. Oh, you got the wool ones. I remember them. They were too warm. Well, what are you wearing? I'm just wearing just the regular cotton dickies. They're nice. That looks warm. new. Like the ones I'm wearing look like they were knitted by grandma. Oh, yeah. Big, thick, heavy ones. Yeah. yeah. Oh, good grief. It's but, like velour. It's like the velvet fox oh, beside awesome. me. And yeah. I've got some really fancy dress sweatshirts that zipper up, and I went and got them all taken in since I lost the weight, and I look classy now. Do you have a matching pocket right. scarf to match your dicky? No, because I don't have pockets of these shirts. Well, but, what'd you do with the rest of the shirt then? I don't know what she did with it. She just took them in. That's all I know. They no, I meant good rest of the dicky. Oh, no, I bought them that way, ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> Buy dickies. I'm, yeah. I'm feeling underdressed in my uh, my plaid jacket and my trapper hat. So, <laughs> And that's all. I think that represents that's the all, That's all yeah, the ass on, folks. Yeah, <laughs> and that's why we picture. don't go video. I am yep, wearing my, my cream-colored Disney Cruise Line sweatshirt. That's actually fancy, and it's got it's, it's got, fancy. Yeah. It's a sweatshirt. That's fancy. It's a fancy sweatshirt sure. with a gold zipper part way up the neck. It might have a little bit of polyester and in a it. Burgundy dicky, and I look cool. I'm not sure when this podcast turned into the Vogue runway session, but I think we better change topics for rednecks. The, the runway for rednecks. Mm. I tell you what. And coming down the aisle today, he's sporting his burgundy dicky, looking very classy and dapper in his fancy sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's fancy It's more than a sweatshirt This is the first time he's wore it It's white and it doesn't have a stain on it So it's his no. fancy sweatshirt it's well, And that's the best thing about those dickies too If I'm not mistaken You can actually use them as napkins If you oh, want no, to tuck he, them back in your shirt oh, no, no, he's no, got no, they're, that they're, they're not big enough He's got no. He's got. He <laughs> yeah. takes a triple extra This is a true story Because they are in every vehicle of In, in our glove boxes yeah. In case we go somewhere And oh my gosh I forgot it at home. So he's got them made. He has them professionally sewn and then has put them in everybody's glove box. So when we go for dinner, he knows there's one in there. And he takes triple X camouflage t-shirts, takes them down to his, his seamstress. Yes, he has a seamstress. Takes them down to his seamstress and she then cuts the sleeves off and sews them all professionally. So it is a giant bib that he puts yeah. on over his head. They come right down over your lap and they hang down over your back away and oh yeah, they're Driving awesome. Driving in the car, you stop at Timmy's on your way somewhere, out comes the giant bib, camo yeah. bib. And you don't have to wash it because it's and camouflage. It hides everything. Since I lost so much weight i've got several oversized t-shirts i got four actually red red country and different t-shirts i got them ready to go down and get made into bibs so i'll always have them with me i'll be color coded <laughs> fancy that's, that's his fancy bibs I, I don't even know what to say about that i'm sure that, that, that there's many people out there including my brother right now with his taquito or whatever he's eating would I'd love to have one of those bib things to catch it from coming across a steering wheel or whatever he's holding on to at the time. There so. you go. There you go, Dad. Bib yeah. coming your way, Jay. Oh, I'm telling you, no kidding. Jay, I'll fix you up. 
<laughs> I'm not sure if the neck goes big enough, though. You got to put it over the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Shots I'm trying fired. to figure out how you get one on. But... <laughs> oh, you don't wear one. That's I right. Know. <laughs> I'm classy. I am truly classy. So I got to find out. Did you shoot this week? Uh, we we pulled we, the trigger. We attended a shoot. We pulled the trigger. Oh. What the, now? Scores shall not be mentioned. Scores shall not be mentioned. I didn't hear a whole lot from the two years this week, so I was kind of imagining there was either a really good story that you're waiting for a podcast or something that you did not want to share. Well, let me so. tell you, I mean, it was cold and windy. Yeah. Well, let's start off with the targets were everywhere. They oh, no, even yeah, no, that was it. Targets. It was that's all I'm going to it was cold and windy. On to the night. So so what did you do this I, week, I, Bill? I, let me let me give a shout out to Bill, our buddy Bill. Bill Vokes. Yeah, I got to do this. Cuz we shot before him. We got there just in time to shoot, which was perfect cuz it was too cold to stand outside. You couldn't wear gloves warm enough and you couldn't shoot barehanded and it was I awful. did. I shot barehanded cuz my gloves I couldn't get them in to fact, one of the guys that shot with Bill, he had on these mitts where you fold them back, and he couldn't fold them back. It was so cold, and it took him 10 minutes to get a shell out of his gun and another one in, and he was slowing down the whole squad. But anyway, we went out to shoot, and the wind was blowing straight across, diagonal, in front of the trap house. So your hard rights were screamer rights, and your hard lefts were climbers. I mean, they just buffeted up and up and then jumped again. And so it made it really difficult. And we both shot 20s in the singles. And so when we come off the line of the singles, Bill and his squad was ready to go out and shoot the singles. And I just said to him, I didn't want to throw him off. I just said to him, Bill, they're shootable. You just got to stay with them. And I knew Bill could do it. I knew he could stay with them. I said, you just got to stay with them. And he posted a 23 in the wind. Oh, good the for singles. him. Yeah, I was so pleased. Well, then he went down. To the handicap. And he folded like a cheap lawn chair. (laughs) (laughs) I was watching him, and in the first 15, he'd only dropped two. In the first 15. That's when Dad came and got me. He stayed. Because I think high gun was a 46, if I'm not mistaken. It was. And he was on, he started on station three. So in the first 15 targets, he was only two down. He only had 10 more to go. But he went from the screamer rights. Now, this is back at Handicap. He went to station one and two, and he missed another six or seven in station in station one. And see, two. that's why I say that's if he listens to this, it's his motivation. He he was doing it. Not he to a, be a lawn chair. He's going to slap you. Yeah, <laughs> I know he is. But he, I can't get him to say two words with his mouth full. So I, no. I keep trying. <laughs> he had 13 out of 15 in the first 15. And then he he dropped four on station one because every, every target was left. And then he chase it and shoot. And then it would jump again. And then even after that, it would jump again. I mean, it was just. Terrible. The wind was blowing straight across, and everything that, that was thrown into the wind, you had no idea what it was going to do. Yeah, it's 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 tough tough time of year to shoot. I can tell you right now. We went out Saturday. I guess Candace is getting a little frustrated because she she doesn't know what from week to week how to dress. Because one week she's she's you know too cold, and then she gets is her fashion the advisor. Right. Is her fashion advisor's not giving her the tips? Bill, are you, are you slacking? 
I tried to, uh, to to let her know to take the scarf off because she had this the scarf on that I don't know how she could get that gun mounted and she she did not shoot well the first round it was very very frustrating. I, I could just see it now, dear. Mossy Oak does not go with real tree. We're not going to have this conversation again. Yeah, this isn't the <laughs> the right place for that conversation. That that is Max Four, and it does not go with real tree hardwoods. So yeah. take that off. <laughs> yeah, right now you're embarrassing me in front of these people. <laughs> Are you hunting she, uh, deer? Are you hunting ducks? I'm so confused. She was, <laughs> she was very, uh, very, you know, wanting to do better, and I, you know, trying to trying to help out in the winter time is tough too because you want to change a little bit or change this can't. or try that. It's just winter. It sucks. Right? It's just, it's this terrible, ain't right? winter in Arkansas. It's winter yeah. in freaking Canada. It yeah, sucks. And, it, and the targets, we were shooting uh, on a field and it, it wide open field in front of us. Uh, anybody that's ever shot at Toronto International Great Club. Uh, it, but when we get the wind coming to us or uh, the targets jump and then when the, they come, the wind comes from behind us, the, the, clubhouse is right there and the field that they always open up is directly in front of the clubhouse so the wind comes across and then it's just it's weird it sometimes the targets that, that are uh, uh left or right not not the screamers necessarily but the soft left soft right they don't come up at all they're they're like a are almost like a rabbit target from uh from the sporting players or something because i had two targets that i don't think cleared the height of the trap house and they were just coming across, and they dropped right off. And Frank looked at me because he was on the station beside me, and he kind of pointed like, what was that? <laughs> with, it, with his two, middle finger? <laughs> yeah, he was not impressed. And then I had one on station. Station three was like wobble trap. That sucker shot out of the house and went straight up like <laughs> I've never seen seen before. And Frank looked at me like, I, I, I don't understand what's happening. But we, we you know, we, we shot okay, and um, the – it's it's just nice to get out. We shot two rounds. I shot I, I don't I think I shot nineteen the first round and I think I shot a twenty two the second round. But I you know, trying different things. I tried music this time and it seemed to work out okay for me and but uh yeah, it's wintertime. What are you gonna do? You, know, you can't base your your summer progress at your your winter shooting. It's just getting out there and pulling the trigger is the fun part. You got it. I don't know if it is the fun part. It's a freaking cold. <laughs> yeah, Candace actually said to me too. She goes, "I don't like the shooting in the cold thing." <laughs> well, so. this week has been extra cold. I mean, there's yeah. cold days and then there's cold days, and I don't yeah. mind a day when you can take your glove off to shoot five, and then and then warm your hand up, and then take it off to shoot another five, like the next five at the next station. But you could not take your gloves off. You just could not, and even the gloves I had were not keeping my hands warm. It was just, it was terrible, very well, cold. We, we lucked into, and I don't know if I mentioned this on the pre, on the last podcast or not, but these, Frank had uh, these uh, rechargeable hand warmers, and they're made by a company called uh, Ukapa. <laughs> and I don't know how to, uh, I don't know if I pronounce that right. <laughs> how but does that o- go? <laughs> O-C-O-O-P-A. They're a rechargeable hand warmer, and you, you put them in your pocket when you're shooting if you got uh you know a pad that you put on the ground you put your gun on your, your foot and then you can just warm your trigger finger up or, uh, in between shots and i tell you it just takes the edge off i wear gloves but having this in little little wee thing in my pocket it'll last nine hours uh and it just takes the edge off and makes it that much more comfortable to shoot in but uka ukapa oh 
C O O P A is the brand name of this. And I got it off Amazon and got one for Candace, one for me. And I tell you, it makes the shooting a little bit better. The problem with that is we had a guy not show up in our squad. So did Bill on his. And with just four shooters, you didn't have time to stick your hand oh, in the yeah. pocket. Because we, we're fast shooters, and the next thing you know, like you, you no sooner get the shell out and another one in, and it's around to you. So your hands are exposed all the time. You don't get a chance to rest the gun. You don't get a chance. You're just up again already. So, yeah. yeah. And Todd's particularly fast when it comes to that. You know, like as soon as that. As soon as that guy shot, he's yelling, pulling, he shoots quick, and the next me? thing you know, it's around to me again. I thought I was You're, taking my time. Oh, no, you were fast. <laughs> taking your time. It's, you're, you are a typical fast shooter, though. Yeah, typically fast. And fast out of the house, too. Yep. But yeah, I, you're already yeah. ready before the next guy. This guy's got his gun. Oh, I'm uh, ready, but I wait to yell, pull. Like, I think I'm taking too much time. Heavens do no. You? Oh, heavens I do. No. I've asked that. I said to the to the Sucer, might take too much time. Oh, don't worry about it, he says. It's all good. Well, yeah, you guys still in your winter league then, I guess. Eh? Yeah, well, if that's what you want to call it. We've only done four shots or four four shoots out of ten. We still got six to go. Oof. That makes for a long winter when you're having to fight the cold and the wind like this. Yeah, right? It does. But Agreed. It's nuts out there. I'm not a not a fan. No, I'm not a fan at all. Yeah, you guys get to up to anything else this week of interest? So not really. I got um, my new fish finder came in for the battleship. Yeah, I saw that on the. So uh, tell me what you got. Tell me tell me a little bit about this newfound uh, excuse uh, eliminator. Well, a it was a Christmas gift in in a roundabout way. From Cabela's to Todd? (laughs) Well, so Jen got me a new podcast mic, believe it or not, but I can't use it with my system, and we've already got some pretty high-end mics. So full disclosure, she thought she was doing great, so she had to take that back. So that was a considerable amount of money. And then Did you make her take it back, or did you take it back on your own? No, she took it back so that I could get the fish fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so hold on so then mom and dad got me a camouflage suit well i've already got a lot of camouflage suits. that's it but it was a good deal it was a nice suit yada 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 it was reversible it, it was, was reversible but orange I, and and camo and he doesn't have the camo yeah, cover for the rifle for season wedding or the bow season wedding i got it yeah he, but i wear a orange he doesn't vest. have the orange uh coveralls so I thought this may, oh, it was a really nice outfit. But, and then I realized when I looked back at the hunting pictures, he has an all one piece that he always wears and uh, that's all camo. And then what he does is he just puts the, the uh, orange outer shell on like a vest to give him the orange when it's necessary. And I thought, oh, oh this I wasn't thought, uh, like a three piece go to church suit. This was a suit that you'd wear out in the field. Oh, yeah, it was it was full blown insulated like it was a good uh, hunting outfit two pieces and, I and thought you were talking I, I honestly thought you were talking like a suit who do you think I am yeah this is like people take their impressions and they they, they impress upon the other people what mm. they would think and they make those assumptions right so, right. so you <laughs> see you see the problem with the world today I don't do that I'm an open book I don't ever impart my in thoughts or my impressions on others 
But you just did that to me. So because yep. and, you and, and think, I do believe that your wife in the background was yeah. awful. Yeah. 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 Jen just fainted. Lights are a little hot tonight. <laughs> Jen just fainted. She's the, she's holding on to a wall up there. She never fell over with with that statement. Anyway, no, Bill. But it this, was not a Sunday suit. I said it was a hunting outfit. And I, right, said, I said to my wife, oh, this is Perfect. This will give Todd the camouflage coveralls. He's making fun of me because I'm the, the large pumpkin. I'm completely orange. <laughs> like the great pumpkin. He's, he's full-blown orange a, with oh, a tree harness on. It, it had, looks like the face of the pumpkin. It was his size. It was it was a coat and a, and, a, and the coveralls, and it was reversible, and it had the pockets. Everything was handy. I thought, oh, man, this is neat. And then when afterwards, she said, what's the matter? And I said, I just looked up the hunting pictures. I'm not sure this is going to go over because he's got that one piece combo that he's in love with. It's all one piece. And then it's when he silent. Goes, when it's, he goes, see, you it's, know, are you the type of guy that somebody free. gives you a gift and you says, I don't like this? Never. Never, ever. Dad, back me up but, on but this. But it sounds no. like you. What happened? This is back. the first this, time ever. This is, but I have to do this because. We're never sure positively with anything we buy anybody. Yeah, and so I, get before I really we, do. Yeah, before, I am the easiest person to buy for. By the way, I have more hobbies than anybody on the planet. I got more hobbies than spiders got eyes and legs combined. Christmas wow. morning, I always say, "Listen, if it's not your color, it's not your pattern. If it doesn't fit just the way you like it, if there's anything you would rather return." Instead of keep, you cannot hurt our feelings. We do not want to waste money. We do not want yeah. things go to waste. And so this year, my son-in-law, because he's so tall, he's six six, and he's got long arms and long legs. And we even measure the stuff we're buying. Last year, I measured every shirt to make sure they were extra long sleeves, and every shirt and piece of clothing he returned because it didn't fit right. So I call hey, out and out told him. I said, you better give me a list Dad of tools. That makes a disclaimer beforehand and no yeah, presents. Said, you better give me a list of tools or something that you want this year because we're not buying you any clothes. He said, oh, that's good. And he agreed with that. So he, he returned to nothing this year. But anyway, I said to Todd, okay, I've seen I've seen this outfit you wear. And I, and I know that when you start tracking deer, you lots of times just take the whole thing off because it's too hot to move in. And I said, this is not going to be handy to do that, this outfit. And I know that you you like wearing it for bow and, and other seasons, and you just use the the outer com or the orange shell when you need to and take it off when you don't, and it's versatile. If you don't want to keep this, because it was very expensive, I don't want to see it hang in your garage and only get used maybe once every other year or something. And he said, well, if you don't mind, I'd like to put it towards the finder and i said hey i'd sooner see the money first time i've ever done it and because yeah. right before deer season or right before duck season actually this year me and, and my wife actually i have like five totes like big totes of my hunting clothes because i keep them in totes sent free things and then jen's like you need to get rid of something and i'm like i really do like i have way too and we actually made that because not only do i have that one piece but then i also have overalls i also have a couple like three big giant coats that one I just said I'm not going to wear hunting anymore I'll just wear it and now I don't have to worry about it being set free I'll just wear it out and about like a regular coat right. and I got yeah. my and then I have all my insulated duck hunting 
uh, clothes that are separate from all my deer hunting clothes and you accumulate over the years. Right. Things, like things I've got so many clothes. I actually said, I'm going to have to get rid of some of these because th- that's a nice, that's a nice outfit right there. I just don't wear it. And then dad yeah. gave me some for Christmas. So at that point I've never sent Christmas gift back ever. Cause I am the easiest person to buy for. And I am over usually the top. Always we do, happy. Usually we do good. Usually he's got a list that you can't fill, but this yeah, time. It's tough sometimes. You know, when you get a little bit older, you get a, little, a few more things there. And at this stage of our lives, I don't know about you, Toad. I'm, I'm, I'm actually trying to purge. I don't need any more stuff. I'd, I'd like to try to get rid of stuff. For hunting clothes specifically, I can't because I've got Cheyenne, I've got Violet, I've got Candace, I've got. Yeah, you got to keep them for them, you know, right? I got I got the whole crew here that that will will be in the bush, and I I need to either have five of everything eventually, or kick some kids out, and I don't have to keep things in my house anymore. So <laughs> I hear you. So anyway, <laughs> my wife says to me, "Well, you think there's a chance he'll return it?" And I said, "I I think there is. Uh, it doesn't yeah. it'll bother me though because then he'll he'll get something he really wants. So we'll see. But uh, we did we did find this. We tried to bring him into the classy world a little bit. We did find this." Really nice leather jacket that I I just thought it was one. It looked like Todd to me, and it wasn't an old man's leather jacket. It was. Ah, it was do you hear really that? Cool. But it looked like me. See? It, was, See? it looked like Todd. I thought, oh, it's his size. We even had the guy in the store ask him what size he was. Put this on. Let's check. Oh yeah, I said that's Todd. That's, we did, and <laughs> Good uh, grief. I that said, poor okay, feller. and so yes. And so he did open that jacket and he was surprised to get that leather coat, that winter coat, and he does wear it. And I got to tell you, I think it looks good on him. Whether he thinks it does or not, I don't oh, know. Oh, I'm cool. I think it looks the good. The Fonz has got nothing on me. <laughs> like the old Fonz, so the Fonz when he was the Fonz. We didn't totally mess up. So anyway, the, the outfit was returned. And so, yeah. So the outfit went the back, time. the microphone went back, and then Boxing Day rolls around, and I get a notification. I get emails every day from Cabela's and Bass Pro and yeah. all that, right? So I'm to buy stuff. Yep. Up comes this half, more than half price off a Garmin, a 7-inch. What is it? The Garmin UHD 75 SV Fish Finder. And... With transducer, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I need a new fish finder. I'm rolling an old black and white that just tells me, beeps, tells me the bottom, right? Just so I know if I'm floating over structure. Well, this thing, I haven't even fired it up yet. I haven't had time, but it's got Navionics built in, which I believe we spoke about before. And like, it gives you the weeds, the depth. So you know where the weeds are in every lake. Like it's, it's insane. So it's got that. It's, it's got Wi-Fi on it. So I can hook it up to my phone. Like I need that. I'm in a kayak. Yeah, apparently. Yeah. I I, like, I haven't fired it up yet, but yeah, that's what it says. So you can do the updates from your phone and hook it up. But I I doubt I'm going to use it. That's just going to suck battery. Right. But anyway. So it's got that, but the beauty is it's got side scan and downward imaging. So not yeah. only is it going to show me what's right below me, it will go over a hundred feet, both sides of my kayak to show me structure. So That's awesome. Right. So now when I'm fishing these tournaments, it's not like hope I roll. Like the one tournament that I actually caught de- some, some decent fish in last year was just because I happened to row over top of this ledge that uh, you wouldn't even know was there. And I, whoa, you there's a ledge you there. You did your research before you went on the lake not possibly but who's got time for that ain't nobody got got time time for that so now i go rolling i'm gonna be able to see structure 
200 feet, like 100 foot both sides out my boat right below me. Plus, it's got all the Navionics, so we're going to be able to plan where we're going, what we're doing ahead of and time. I think and you did right by that one, too, based on the screen size. My, my screens are were too small to have the crispness in the side imaging, but that little bit bigger, like seven inches, which you got, I think I only got five in mind, but um, they, that extra little bit bigger. There's a joke in there, but it's too obvious, so we'll keep going. Too Just know that mine's, right mine, mine's that. bigger than yours, but yeah, keep going. Yeah. I'm going to skip right over That's all I heard. <laughs> but that side imaging, I, I was interested in, in buying that technology for my uh, for my boat, but I decided just to, to, to go with two of the exact same units. But I'm anxious to see, you know, from you if it uh, – if it's as good as they say it is, you know, yeah. oh, and half price. Like I showed my mom, my mom's like, Oh, did it come? I'm like, yeah, I'll show it to you here on Cabela's site. It's back up to $1,399. Yeah. Crazy. He didn't just show it to his mother. I've heard this story. Everybody he runs into, he tells, he tells the story a hundred feet out each side and he's telling his mom, she doesn't like she fishing. She asked me she about it. She oh, wanted did you get to know, your fish finder? Did you, did you get what, did you spend the money from the suit on what I you wanted? I think she was looking for a what, yes or no yeah. answer. Yeah, that's pretty much what she was looking yeah, for. Yeah, she can use she it. She says, "Well, why do you want to see a hundred feet out each side? Well, I can see the logs and the. Why do you care if there's logs and rocks on you?" And she's asking all these questions, and he's getting perturbed. Well, that's where the fish are. What do you mean? If, that's what do you mean? I can see obstructions. Now I can see drop-offs. Well, what do you care what's under the water? You just want to find them. And like, oh my gosh, I thought this. I just going to sit back and watch this because she didn't well, give a flying banana. Like my mom are lost. They, they hear the word fish finder and they think, oh, it finds the fish. And it's not never, the case. <laughs> on my, uh, we were fishing in that uh, uh, charter with Nick Obermach, Pond Predator. Uh, yeah. And he's like, oh, there's a there's a muskie that just came up to the back of the boat. I'm like, how the heck do you see that? I've been watching this thing for 25 minutes and I can't tell a thing. He's like, oh, there's a fish coming up. He wasn't looking at the fish fighters using the force. Yeah, that's what he was doing. Oh, he was looking I, over the side I, of the boat. <laughs> I don't think I have ever seen a fish on a fish finder. I never use it for, fe- for ke- looking for fish. It's structure, it's structure. drop off, right. depth. And that's, that's it, it, right? And, and but like there's YouTube videos on it that goes like, yeah. okay, you can see on this on the side scan, if you have a big black void, it's because <laughs> the beam comes from the actual transducer and goes down. And so if you have a black spot, well, then that means that there's structure in front of that because the light's not hitting the black spot, right? It's blocked so that if you have a, a like if you have it on amber or whatever color if you have an amber dot with complete black around it in that black space then you know that's a suspended fish because it's above the structure and the and the, the sonar hit it and that's what you're seeing and that's a fish and i'm like yeah I'll just look for structure. And really, that's, <laughs> that's what all. fish finders are, right? I, I'm with you, Bill. Like, I, I don't, how many times have you sat through ultrasound? Like, I get every year, I get sit through three or four <laughs> ultrasounds. And, Never and I'm looking, I go, what are you looking at? What do you see there? How can you see? I, I, I feel like to ask, is there Twice anything else? I got two daughters. <laughs> is there anything else swimming around in there besides my organs? Like, what are you looking at? Like, oh, I just don't get it. 
But, but yeah, people like my mother, they hear fish finder and they think, oh, it finds the fish. Well, you got to find the fish. It will find the structure and the drop offs. You still got to do the job. It's not like you're going to guarantee you're fishing yeah, the boat. This just makes it easier. And I mean, the technology, yeah. I haven't even got it fired up yet. I, I got to get it going because it, it's got, it is, I've read about it. I've watched learn. YouTube videos. It's got so much technology <laughs> built into this thing. It's absolute insanity. Yeah. I took a whole Saturday. It was, you know, and and be very careful with that card that the Navionics uh, comes in, because if you inadvertently format that by deleting what was on it, you would no longer have Navionics. Preloaded, <laughs> my man. Garmin has Navionics, and then they've got their own Clear View <laughs> Canada Clear View. I think is the map loaded in mine, and right. it's it's a. Uh, <laughs> They do extra jazz. I haven't really researched all of it, but they take Navionics and then they add extra jazz to the Navionics okay. stuff too. So, uh, yeah, it's it, but it's all built in. Now, to update it, I could do the card thing, or apparently I can. It's got Wi-Fi, so I can connect it. But. Oh, so you can do it can right from that. But when I was doing, you know, I'd sit on my computer and I'd uh, look at different lakes uh, and then I'd pre-program points um, into the Navionics card as waypoints, and then I could upload them from the USB to my machine right my fish finder but uh, for whatever reason or however i did it i deleted the mapping software from the navionics sim card or the uh, yeah i guess <laughs> you didn't memory tell stick. me you did that bill <laughs> well I, I don't tell you everything <laughs> and and uh, the hummingbird was at navionics i don't remember who i called but they were very nice people and i probably dealt with boneheads like me the almost guy a lot and i had to provide them proof of proof of uh, purchase and all that stuff and beg and plead and they sent me the program again as a one-time upload onto my my card and i got everything back but <laughs> there I you I was, go <laughs> i thought i was in trouble that's a, it was a 300 delete button is what i just hit <laughs> yeah no doubt <laughs> No, and I, I, yeah, I haven't even gotten into it. I'm excited to get it, to get it fired up. I just, I haven't had the time and yeah, I, I downloaded the app on my phone. The Garmin has active captain that connects to it and everything. I just haven't had time. If you, uh, if you put the transducer in your bathtub, I promise you it will not work. So don't try that. Put it on demo mode and start to learn. Even I got some rocks. Better. I put some rocks in there, some little tiny fish. Put your kayak on the pool table. Maybe get, uh, you know, get into the captain's chair. Oh, well, that's it three, now. Three my, foot depth right there. my kayak's in storage right over in the garage. And so now what, I got to, I got to get it outfitted. So I got to get it back. I know it's some chore to get it down in here, sitting near the pool. <laughs> we're a little early yet. I mean, we're just starting to get some hard water and uh, <laughs> yeah. starting to hear some guys yeah. actually getting on, getting out on the, on the lake and catching fish. It's Jen's a little bit too early head. for me, but uh, no, I know it. I know it. I seen I, our buddy Growler there. He's like five inches ice. I'm going. I'm like, nope, not uh, a chance. I, I've seen you, Growler. I think you should give it another ten inches yet. <laughs> well, I saw Nick. Uh, Nick Obermach. Yeah, he had a. Yeah. He, he was fishing there, and I don't think that there was two inches of ice. And, uh, and, by the yeah. looks of it. Oh, I know. And our our good buddy uh, Petey Pavasek, he's been out. He just posted pictures <laughs> yeah, today right. that he was out, and I'm like, oh my gosh, my gosh, no, like. I, I'm nervous ice fishing, period. Like, to me, this was always, I think I said this last year, it was always kind of nuts. So yeah. Scotty would say, hey, we're going to rent a, a, a little, I don't know, shanty on the ice for a couple days. Okay, hold on. So we're going to drive a truck on the ice out to where the weight of that truck's going to sit to a shanty that's going to house us all that weighs something that's on the ice. Then 
not just that, we're going to affect the structural integrity of the ice by drilling a bunch of holes by our truck in the shanty through the ice, and then we're going to heat it. I'm not certain that this is the smartest human invention type of deal that we've ever come across. I tell you, I get nervous. Uh, like it, it, unless they're driving on the lake, I don't like to go out on the lake. I've had a lot of. Not, I'm not going to say near misses. That's not true at all. I mean, but I, I've I've had a few times out on that lake where I'm second and guessing whether this was a good idea or not. And you know, the second you drive your vehicle out on the lake, your insurance is null and void, anyways. So I've never driven my vehicle out there. So, uh, but you know, my son and I ice fish. I think I told the story in the podcast before, but we had about eight inches of ice. It was was very safe by all, by everything I I felt safe on. And the pressure crack came and it cracked right through my hut. We packed up in a hurry and left. (laughs) Like, there was no fear of that opening up, but it's just when you hear that crack coming from a long piece away and then it just like the lightning bolt goes right through the center of your, your, where you're sitting. I don't think any perch is worth that. That's yeah, a hard pass. <laughs> like, if your dad falls in the lake, the St. Lawrence River in the summertime, there's a good chance that he's going to be okay. <laughs> in the wintertime, I'm not liking my chances. It's pretty cold out there right now. Oh, I hate them pressure cracks when they come echoing across the lake. Oh, I oh, hate yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's it just uh, it's very unnerving for sure. And yeah. You know, a lot of people are, are spending time out in that lake and, and catching a lot of really nice fish, but oh, I like yeah. the warmth of my home. They're all pumped. I, I and I, yeah, I don't know. And then yeah, what? See the size of fish I catch. I'm going to have a hard time because I'm not sure an auger's big enough to be able to pull. I mean, not to sound cocky or arrogant or anything, but yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. sure that that there's an auger big enough, to, and that's a lot of work. So then I'm sitting yeah. there with this giant on, and somebody's got to scale out the hole, and it's ten inches thick. Like, come on. Come on, yeah. yeah. What are you thinking there? Not to sound cocky or arrogant or nothing, but <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. I have traded ice fishing for football this year. Ever since Christmas got over and everything's been put away, I've been glued to the TV set watching the football games, and it's been insane. Uh, it's been terrific. I didn't think you were going to bring that up today. I got a very it was, today's a bit of a sad day, and I won't go down this path too much because it's it's near and dear to my heart. But I'm a the Alabama Alabama Crimson Tide football fan. And uh, we had the national championship game last night, and we lost. Uh, we lost. Uh, yeah, so. And my uh, NFL football team doesn't play anymore because they're out. So I'm just enjoying football as a whole and the warmth of my living room and a nice <laughs> cup of tea. So all good. All good. <laughs> nice cup of tea. <laughs> yep. Sure you're not all watching good. figure skating, Bill? Nope. Nope. Maybe I'll pass on that. Doing an awful lot of work in that Volkswagen, though. Holy smokes. Well, I was going to say, we haven't got to what you did this week, aside from shooting. But, yeah. So yeah. so that's what you've been working on? Working on the on the Volkswagen? And, yeah, I did an awful lot of work on the Volkswagen. And it's like, like I tell you guys before, when I was doing that that uh, the job on my, my fishing boat, it's kind of like that kid's book. If you give a, a mouse a cookie, um, if anybody doesn't know it, it starts off with a little wee tiny thing. 
Yeah. In our house, we, we read the, the book, the, if you give a mouse a cookie, and then it turns into this big thing. Like, uh, you, know, you, you know, one thing leads to another, which snowballs into now the, the house is falling apart because there's so much uh, uh, work to be done. But if you get into a little bit of the Volkswagen work, it leads to, well, this line doesn't work. And then when you break that, now you have to fix this. And now I'm like $6,000 into a, a <laughs> restoration on a car that was supposed to be on the road for, you know, relatively cheap. Is this the new one? Is this <laughs> the, the one, one that you were just going to get going and put on the road? Yeah. And, oh, my God. And then, and then the biggest problem with these vehicles is once you finally get it all done and you get on the road and you realize how slow it goes then you're like well well now i gotta spend like another forty thousand on an actual car or yeah. something to tow it don't listen to him don't listen to him you're, you're not dragging this thing Candace, you, just... you want to go for a cruise no i figured i'd jog tonight i'll run beside you this isn't a dragster this is just a really nice little cruiser this yeah. is gonna be a nice little cruiser and i've got uh, every day every day i do a little bit of work and my hands are busted up and I swallowed more rust this weekend from trying to replace brake lines because when I was uh, I had to replace a steel fuel line I'm not going to get into this too much but I had to replace a steel fuel line but to do that I had to open up a hole in the in the firewall but when I op- tried to open up the hole in the firewall I nicked the brake line so now I got to replace brake lines well the brake <laughs> lines connections are not the same as they were originally when I bought the new set oh. Now, did you nick the brake lines or did somebody nick them and you just assumed it was you? But really, somebody <laughs> cut my brake lines. I'm not even on the road yet. But I tell you, I am really enjoying the project, though, and it is, it is a stress reliever. As much as it's stressful, it's kind of rewarding to start to now finally. I'm kind of over a little bit of a hump and I'm starting to see things come back together, you know, and if gas tank, I got it relined and repainted. Now that goes in and little, little things are small wins, but yeah, that was kind of the weekend. And then I also, for all those who like to eat, I did a, a couple of real nice rack of racks of ribs this weekend. Yeah. And yeah. And in, in the absolute almost guy fashion, it was uh, the windiest day in the last two weeks. And you're trying weeks. to smoke out there and keep the <laughs> yeah, temperature. I did, I did, I did Don't the they teach you barbecue. anything at Weber School? Yeah, when you get the meat out and uh, uh, you check the weather after you've already got your meat thawed and seasoned, it's probably the wrong order <laughs> of operations. <laughs> Were they good? But, Oh, they were tasty. They look good. You, know, you sent was... me a picture. I didn't get any texts all week. That's the only picture. I, that's the only text I get from you, and it was just for you to gloat. And I thought, jeez, yep. who it really is, Bill? I don't even do, know if do I you know. know why I sent you that text message? Because <laughs> I sent you one first. Yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> I can't remember bacon what mine was. Bacon wrapped salmon that's or something. Right. Bacon yeah. wrapped salmon. That and that was yeah. good. That was really good. <laughs> you wrap bacon around anything, it's good. That's yeah, true story. <laughs> <laughs> we had a homemade garlic bread. I was on uh, Instagram, uh, and and I, I get all these food things that come up now that I'm not complaining about at all. But they, they had this garlic bread. Oh, I said I got to try that. So Instagram so, knows what you like, and it, it automatically hits you okay, with this stuff. I'm going to tell you this, and this is only because it's the podcast. But I'm going to tell you this. 
Instagram is scary. Because oh, you hate kidding. <laughs> I didn't say a word. Not one word. I had my phone in my room and I, I got new underwear for Christmas. Okay. And the new underwear brand. You, you saved this for the podcast. I saved this for the podcast. The underwear brand is called Saks. S A X. You're just now getting these? Hey, hold on. These this are revolutionary. Is, this is, the, this this is, is like the, the four years ago part. for me. Yeah. Look, this is the strange part. Instagram, I had my phone in my room. I didn't say a word while I was in my room. I didn't open the, I grabbed the underwear out of the underwear drawer after my shower. I put the underwear on. I get dressed, get a, a drink, go watch the, the football game, turn my Instagram on and scrolling and the exact pair of underwear that I just put on was on an, on an oh, ad. On. I'm not kidding you. I took a picture of a screenshot of it and sent it to my wife and said, this is creepy. And she said, Hey, who's that? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's the reason you got those bill. Cause she already yeah. seen that ad. <laughs> I was very, very disturbed <laughs> when I, when I opened Instagram and said, it. I mean, we talked about this before about things we talk about. And Instagram picks it up and figures out what you say and gives you ads. Uh, so you're telling but me it I didn't just say a it word. knew it knew you put this this underwear on, and that's, that's you, this you is a conspiracy discovered. that Zuckerberg or whoever it is, is, is they got cameras in your house, Bill. You just discovered you're under surveillance. Yeah, that's and yeah. From my underwear let's, drawer is under surveillance. Let's play with the almost guy. Let's hey, all right, put the satellite. Every okay, he put underwear. Put, put that on his phone quick go go he's about to pick up his phone <laughs> of all the people they can mess around with they mess around with the almost guy that's awesome this is, yeah, you this never is said awesome. a word now i will say that the, the underwear is revolutionary i won't wear anything else not well, that we're sponsored by sex or anything but <laughs> now that's yet. what sponsorship i'll pick up because they're not cheap no uh, I got one pair for Christmas. I didn't get multiple pairs. I got one pair, and I love them. So, but apparently, Instagram so knows that. Laundry day and, is no longer every thirty days. You've had to shorten that up to like every two weeks. That's it. So, <laughs> is this my laundry days in half? Is this just for special occasions, like one pair, like? Yeah, they're, they're camouflage. I can wear them hunting. I'm, not, awesome. I'm not comfortable <laughs> talking about. <that. laughs> I was going to leave it as a flash pair. I have, a, I have a camouflage pair. They are pretty comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, oh Lord. What, I think that's. Uh, I'm that's wearing gotta, rocket popsicle ones today, Bill. I'm just, just so you know, I'm really not interested. <laughs> not at all. No, not interested. And if that shows up on your Instagram, I will take a screenshot and fire it to you. You're, you're gonna <laughs> <Yeah>. get it. <laughs> no. We started this podcast though, the wrong say. direction when we, we started talking about clothes and we went to underwear. Not interested in having we, that. We, we're 46 minutes in. We haven't even got anywhere. I'm a little concerned. Yeah, I think that's. I think that was a pretty good podcast. Which, uh, not getting into too much more besides hey, that. We said we're starting this for therapy for us, and and, yeah. and, and I'm laughing after after some serious workage. I'm, I'm laughing. Yeah, that's all this is meant to be, right? Yeah. So. Yep. We now know they make sacks for it doesn't matter what size your uh, fish fish finder screen is. They make sacks yeah. for for all for all folks. Yeah. One one size fits most. Oh no, mine's special. But yeah. Oh good grief. Uh.
All right. I don't think I can top that with anything else. So no. I'm not sure if that's a good spot to end it or not. Uh, you know what? I, I think we just killed this one. I we'll release it. I don't even know. But I say we yeah. just we yeah. Let's let's put pull the pin on this sucker. Let her go. <laughs> Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> we got fishing well, in there. We, we talked about shooting. We did. We got camouflage. We're good. Yeah. Yeah. I'll try not to. I'll remove Bill's picture from the, the actual podcast um, photo that goes out with it. So you don't have to visualize <laughs> what has just <laughs> I happened. <told> you. <laughs> I got the per- perfect face for radio. My, my supper's simmering on the stove. And I just, I, I'm not sure I'm going to have an appetite from now till next June. I'm good for your waistline. <laughs> you almost got <guy> diet. <laughs> yeah, this is new year, new me, right? <laughs> well, that just sacks. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> oh, all right. All I'm right. going to cut it now because we're getting into puns. <laughs> all right. All right. Thanks, gentlemen. Yeah, okay. have a goodie, Bill. Thanks, man. Stay warm. <laughs> Will do. And that'll do it for this week, folks, for the Redneck Country Podcast. I'm Bill, the Almost Guy Tom. And I'm Todd. And thanks for listening. And folks, if you want to be part of the podcast or you want to give us some feedback or really contact us about anything, feel free to email us at podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Again, that's podcast at theredneckcountry.com. Thanks for listening. Talk to you again next week. <laughs>